You are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Stephanie, and she has a really interesting job. We see it all the time, but it's interesting to hear what goes into it. So, to start off, Stephanie, uh, what is your job title? Right now, I'm a adult services librarian. That's my official title. All right. So, what's your job description? What do you do? So, um, I, I'm not gonna get like super technical about it. Like, what's on the description that they gave me when I got hired? But I can tell you, because、uh-huh. um, they make it sound way harder than it actually is on all of those all the time.、Um, but so my. Focuses are I order all the adult fiction for、uh, my branch. There's two of them. We have two libraries,、um, a more urban location, and then a sub- one in the suburbs.、Um, and so I'm in the downtown, more urban location. So I order all the adult fiction for that,、um, which would be like mystery, thriller, f- general fiction, romance,、um, sci-fi, fantasy. All that,、um, not graphic novels though. Even though I used to be the graphic novel person,、um, but not anymore because it's a lot of work. So they gave it to someone else. But there's that, which is my favorite part, is the ordering. And then I do some programs for patrons.、Um, so most recently, I just did. I did one last night, and nobody showed up. So I was kind of sad about it, but which happens. It happens, and it sucks. But、um, I did a program on the evolution of hip hop culture, which I thought was going to be a huge hit for our demographic because we have a lot of patrons who come into the library and record their music in in our. We have a studio, so they can record. Like you can record podcasts or、um, music or whatever you want or a commercial.、Um, So I was hoping that that would bring in that crowd, but nobody came, and I was really sad. But the presenters were amazing, and I was talking to them for a while.、Um, so that's the most recent one from yesterday. But yeah, programming we do—that's、um, a big thing. Most librarians do programming, I think.、Uh, let's see; those are like my two big ones, and then I do a lot of professional development. Like I'll go to conferences. Um, meetings about programming, meetings about、uh, readers' advisory.、Uh, we do a lot of research for patrons. Some people will come up and ask you like anything. Like someone asked me about black boxes once, about the ones in airplanes, and I had to do. I was helping them do some research for those, which I know nothing about them until I had to look stuff up for people.、Um, and Then, so we're at, usually at a public-facing desk. At least for my particular library, I'm out there half the day, and then in the back in the office the other half of the day. So, the time I'm out at the desk, I'm helping patrons with computer questions.、Um, sorry, that's my husband <laughs> coughing. <laughs> no problem. <laughs>、um, I I help out with.、Um, Patron questions about computer use. A lot of people don't know how to print, don't know how to, don't know what a PDF is, don't know、mm-hmm. how to attach a PDF to an email, st- or like how to apply for a job. Just things like that. So we help out with those kinds of questions.、Um, mm. 
So it's just, it's a mixed bag of a lot of stuff. And it's, it's nice because it's not, you don't know what to expect. It's not boring. Weird stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's like retail customer service, but, but better. Like it's not, it's, if you want to relate it to anything, if you're not good with like customer service, it's probably not a good job for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to deal with people, not a great job for you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, um, those are like yeah. the major things that we do. And then there's a bunch of little things sprinkled in between. Yeah. And I, I like how you like elaborated more on, you know, it's not just working with books. You're actually working a lot with different people mm-hmm. and helping them with things that they might not know of, like technical skills or doing presentations and like facilitating those presentations. So it's really interesting. I was wondering if you always wanted to go into this field or if you always wanted to do this. Oh, that's so um, kind of, but also not really. So when I was in high school, it was like back when before this whole student loan thing was a thing where everybody had them. And like, I didn't know better back then. And I just picked like you had to pick something or else they made you see a counselor in my high school. Like. You had to pick, Mm -hmm. like, you had to have a college picked out or else, like, there was something wrong with you. So I picked, um, I ended up going into culinary first, and I I got an associate's in baking and pastry, um, like, straight out of high school. And um, before that, though, like, right before I graduated, I had gotten a job at a library, just part-time, like, shelving books was pretty much all I did. And it was the first job I'd had up to that point where I didn't like want to die going into work because it was so awful. Like I, I'd worked at retail before that at a hardware store and it was so bad. Uh I would cry in the parking lot before my ship. (laughs) So, um, the library was like the first job where I actually enjoyed going to it. So I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. Um, then I went off, did culinary school because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, did that degree but by the time I was finishing it up I kind of knew by then that it's not what I wanted and so I sunk all that money into that mistake (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. um figuring out I liked baking more as a hobby than actually doing it as a job so I then after that went straight back to a different school got my bachelor's knowing I was going to go into libraries science um I did a bachelor's in liberal studies which is just a super basic degree if you know Mm -hmm. what you're doing for your master's like i i didn't want to focus on anything else because i knew it wouldn't really matter anyway um so i was just trying to do a basic bachelor's just to have it so i could move on to the actual degree that i wanted so i did that did my whole bachelor's online because i was working um Mm -hmm. And then same with the master's degree. I did the whole thing online while working, also while moving across country. And I finished my master's in like a little over a year, which is very fast. I I went from June to July of the next year. Hmm. So um, then after that, I got a library job. It was part-time. It's really hard to find a full-time library job. Um, That's something we can talk about more. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I got lucky to get a part-time one as an actual librarian right out of the gate because it's a, a lot of people like you can't it's hard to get that title in your job 
as librarian like yeah. especially when you're starting out like a lot of people have to start out as a shelver or page is what they're called um or a clerk like something that's doesn't have <laughs> like you're you don't get the name the title the important mm-hmm. title it's just really tough <laughs> but uh-huh I mean, but if you graduated and you have a master's in library science, you're a librarian to me. It doesn't matter. And, you know, you talked a lot about what you do and what some traits you need to have are. And I was wondering if, you know, you're kind of motivated by helping other people and if that is what brings you joy and makes you, like, continue working in this industry is that kind of how you feel? Some on some days, <laughs> uh, it's it's rewarding, um, but sometimes it can be really hard. Like with any customer service position, um, and like sometimes in a library, weird just weird things happen. It's never <laughs> a dull moment. Um, uh-huh. Luckily, at the library I'm at now, we have security guards, mm-hmm. which is super great. Um, but I've never worked at one with them before until now. So, like, if there's anything wow. weird, they take care of it right away for you. Mm-hmm. But, like, for example, today, someone turned in a spatula that they found, like, what? somewhere, <laughs> like a red Betty Crocker what? rubber spatula. <laughs> Some guy brought it up to me today, and he's like, I found this. And I'm just like, <laughs> why, though? <laughs> I don't know. And my coworker was like, oh, what? why would this be here and i'm just like i have no idea it's stuff like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you know you you talked about different stories that you have and i was thinking was it kind of be would it be kind of set in stone and every day you do the kind of the same thing or is it more of it the events vary from day to day and you're very much doing different tasks every day um mostly different we have like a set schedule that's made um from our boss and so like everyone is our schedules are done like months out so i know my schedule through like october right now Mm -hmm. and it's the same um in that aspect like every day you typically get like so i start at nine o'clock i'll get like nine to one o'clock on the public desk um and then go on my lunch and then from one to five i'm off desk in the back in my office like doing other things Mm -hmm. uh so it's kind of like that or it's reversed like some days i'll start off in the back and then end up out at the desk it's usually that sometimes i'm off desk all day sometimes i'm on the desk all day Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. like in that aspect it's pretty much the same all the time but then when you're in those areas it's different so like if i'm at the public desk when we open the most common things are like the first person that walks up to the desk usually wants the newspaper. We have to hide them because they were getting stolen. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so the first person will come up, they'll want the paper. I'll have to take their ID for the paper. Um, and then like the next person could want the same thing, or they could want a 20 minute guest pass to use a computer really quick. They could want me to look up a city in a certain state and they could want the population of that city. That's what happened to me today. Um, mm-hmm. they could find a spatula, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, or they could want a certain book and they want us to help them find it. Someone today, like in the morning asked me for books on flower arrangements. So, um, I mean, it's, un- yeah. it's unpredictable <laughs> with what you're yeah. going to end up helping anyone with, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. And, you know, 
it is really unpredictable and there's a lot of aspects to it so I was wondering what you thought were some of the easier parts of the job and then contrast to that what you thought were some of the harder parts of the job so the I'm gonna start with the hardest while it's still fresh because I just was talking about it today uh, because of my it's the programming part for me that's the hardest uh, my job before this I did all of the programming for this library for adults and it was a lot. It was maybe five programs a month or more, and I was the only one doing everything, like planning mm -hmm. them, buying the stuff for it, um, making the phone calls to remind people to show up, um, mm -hmm. being in contact with the presenters to take care of money or make sure they're actually gonna show up and didn't forget about you. Um, so it's really hard, but then when I moved to this library, I was, way, I was doing way less programming since it wasn't my full job description so now I only do like one or two a month which is great since it's not my favorite thing to do personally but um so it's hard because like yesterday it's you can't force people to come to your program like you can't drag them in the, I mean you could drag them in there but <laughs> that's not how you want it to happen mm -hmm. so like we advertise this program the hip-hop program and we put it on social media and other businesses nearby shared it or put it in their window and like still nobody came i had like four people registered for it so like it's wow. tough to get people to actually be interested and want to come and do stuff for with your program so you put all this work into it and then no one comes and you just feel like a failure i mean i i, I it depends maybe I guess like the marketing thing, it's kind of weird because I, I can like relate in that there's a lot of stuff that I've done before that not that many people have done and I've tried so hard to promote it and I don't know, it just like comes and goes. It's, it's really weird like that. Like people like sometimes it they go and then sometimes they don't go and it depends on like, you know, the weather or it depends right. on like how they're feeling that day and you just can't predict it at all so it's really just like sometimes you're gonna get a bunch of people sometimes you're gonna get nobody and you're not gonna know why right yeah exactly so, that's the problem yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly so it's yeah it's kind of weird like that and i've had like experience kind of like planning these kind of events and you know sometimes a bunch of people show up sometimes you you know nobody else nobody shows up and you're not really sure why but yeah. um yeah and I like that in terms of like being a librarian you you have to like kind of have some logical skills to try to make these things come into place and make everything come together uh and it's not something that we really see when we go to the library we don't think about the librarian planning out all these events and having to have those skills to plan them out so I was wondering what are some other kind of personality traits that a librarian needs to have that we might not really know of as much um okay i think i skipped the easiest because you asked the easiest part oh yeah, yeah, yeah but like i don't yeah. um i don't know if like it depends on the person because for me like ordering the books and ordering fiction and picking out stuff to order is the easiest for me because i enjoy it mm -hmm. the most um that's not the same yeah because someone might be like programming is the easiest but so for me personally i'm gonna say ordering uh mm -hmm. the item the titles mm -hmm. but per so you said personality traits that yeah. you should have 
Um, you need to be patient, like real patient with some of the patrons. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of seniors or just people that come in who have never, who just don't really know how to use the computer. And they always say I'm computer illiterate, which I hate that term so (laughs) much. I hate it. It drives me Uh crazy. Um, so like they'll, they'll come in and they won't even know how to use a keyboard or a mouse and wow. and they won't even it's not even like always seniors it's sometimes people i don't know maybe like 40s 50s and you feel like they should probably know how to use a computer yeah. um wow but i guess not everybody has access to it so that's why they come to us uh-huh. but so yeah patience is one of them and with that kind of thing it's really hard for me and luckily we have a different another person that like yeah. does computer classes and stuff for us and i just mm-hmm. i can't like i don't have the patience because for example you'll be sitting there and you'll be helping them trying to get into the internet like on a browser and they'll be clicking it but they'll be they don't know how to double click so you'll be like okay stop so click click faster like twice and then they'll do it too fast and then you'll be like okay no slower than that but then they'll like do it really slow and you'll be like okay no faster than that though but then they'll try and drag and drop the icon and you're like no don't hold it down <laughs> so yeah. i just yeah it's hard and i yeah so patience definitely um and just i guess some compassion and understanding since a lot of people come in and they are not necessarily going through the best time uh we do have a yeah. lot of homeless patrons and low income Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. sometimes people get frustrated with a lot of things Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was wondering also what do you think are like the kind of people that you don't think are right for the job and have like kind of traits that you might not think might you know lend successful for this specific job um you have to know technology some like I was going to say basic, but maybe even more than that if you're helping people with it. Um, Because I'm just thinking of like when we interview people, what we don't, what we look for, that's kind of a sign that's like maybe they're not right. Um, Mm -hmm. Technology stuff is the biggest. You need to be pretty savvy with it. Like, just trying to think of examples. I don't even know. You have to know how to use Microsoft Word and um, definitely like Microsoft Office programs. Not really like mm-hmm. Photoshop and stuff. That's kind of like if you're working in a, in a different department, like our digital media studio where you're like doing artsy stuff, you have to mm-hmm. know that. But like we don't um, just like Adobe uh, for PDF. You got to know about PDFs, what they are. Can you change a PDF into a Word document? Again, um, mm-hmm. you can, yeah. but usually it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> usually it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> when you go yep. back that way um so just it's just stuff like that you got to know to be the most successful even if you just think it's about books all day and yeah. and even if you think you have to be a big reader that's not true um there's some people that read a ton that are librarians or in a library job and then there's other people like me who I haven't read a book in a while actually I read one yeah. that came out in like April because I really wanted to read it so I bought it and read it but like I have a hard time focusing these days on that kind of thing like it's hard for me to get into a book and stay focused on it because I have so mm-hmm. many other things going on all the time um, so I actually listen to podcasts a lot instead oh, yeah. um, I used to listen to audiobooks when I had a longer commute but then once that ended um, 
I found podcasts and then like I'm always catching up on those. So I'm like, I don't have time to read. I have a mm-hmm. podcast to listen to. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you don't have to be like super into reading as long as you're familiar with the books and in, in the section you're responsible for. Like I have to be familiar mm-hmm. with adult mm-hmm. fiction all the time to like know mm-hmm. what to order and mm-hmm. like know what people are checking out. So hopefully that helps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's really interesting. I feel like your library is really unique in that it has like a, a studio and it has a digital media's department. Like for my library, it's literally just books and yeah. that's it. So I really like how you ha- your library has like these different aspects to it that make it kind of like a community center mm-hmm. and have like a bunch of different people from that have like different interests come together. So I think that's really interesting and just like goes to show how important a library is because I feel like it's one of the mo- more like underrated aspects of our country in that you can ha- go to a place that has like free books and free Wi-Fi. Right. Free and it's like all free. So, you know, I think libraries are amazing. Yay, tell everyone Uh, about them. (laughs) Yeah. So this question is um, just out of curiosity. I was wondering what other kind of people do you work with? Um, Is there like other higher level jobs or lower level jobs that you need to know about when you're becoming a library? And what do those other jobs do? So like entry level, basically, like how you start entry level. Yeah. Um. So to start, a lot of people start off as a page, which is a shelver. Some places call them shelver. Um, I feel like most call them a page, though. That's what I started as. Um, And I actually did that job like four different times at different libraries because it's so hard Mm -hmm. to get in any other position. And there's I feel like there's always a line waiting for like anything, especially in a bigger city. So I live near Chicago, kind of like a little outside of it. And Mm -hmm. just like the library job market here is flooded with people like looking for full time work and it's Mm -hmm. tough. So like a lot of librarians have more than one job if they don't have a full-time job a lot of people have two jobs at like different libraries so yeah page is a good starting off point if you want to get into it and don't have any experience with anything regarding libraries um, because you just have to know how to put numbers in order and like Mm -hmm. the alphabet because you got to make sure everything goes in the right place and usually they'll make you take a test when you apply and get an interview for a page job And then the next step for that is a clerk for circulation usually where, and those are the people that typically check books in and out and make library cards. Mm. So that's the next like beginner position. Um, Sometimes you can skip the page and go straight to that. There's some people that have never been a page before. It's just harder. I feel like to get your foot in the door and like the page is the minimum wage job that doesn't really require a lot of experience so it's easier to get (laughs) so that's Mm -hmm. why i did it like four times uh yeah but it's it's helpful if you start off in a different department than the one you ultimately want because then you learn about the whole library so like i've been a page i was in circulation and then adult services and like i do have a second job kind of even though i'm full-time um i do substitute at another local library branch that has three locations Mm -hmm. like usually a couple times a month and like i'll do the children's department there or adult sometimes Mm -hmm. so like if you Mm -hmm. yeah if you start off in a different department than like say adult services or children's services at least you learn more about 
the library itself and how it works. Um, mm, and then your, mm -hmm. your highest position is probably a library director. And then like under that would be a branch manager or an assistant director. Um, and then if it's a bigger library, there's going to be department managers, which I'm not sure I ever want to move into that because it's a lot of, um, responsibility. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, I kind of like where I'm at now cause I don't make a terrible yeah. wage. At least I can live on it and I don't have like a ton of responsibility for other people. So it's nice to be in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you talked a little bit about being a substitute for different libraries. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you don't want to answer it, it's okay. But do you think being a full-time library like pays for everything you need and is like sufficient enough for a comfortable living? It depends on where you live and what town you're working in. Basically what town you're working in, because you can commute to a job in a different town and it could be different. Uh -huh. um, yeah, good question. It's, it's, so me personally, I make a decent wage. It's like, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what it is roughly. It's like four, I make roughly like 40,000 a year full-time mm -hmm. but my mm -hmm. my insurance i have insurance and it's hmo and it's free so i just have to pay co-pays and stuff which is not bad mm -hmm. and then i have five weeks of vacation and 12 sick days per year and then like the federal holidays and all that that we get off so like mm -hmm. all in all i'm really happy with my job yeah. and i want to stay there forever because like the vacation time they give us is pretty much unheard of yeah um and like, for example, before that, the library I worked at, I was basically doing the same kind of job, being paid less, but, like, more responsibilities. So, like, my wow. job before this, I was making, like, in the 30s, like, 30000 mm -hmm. It was, like, 19 an hour or something like that. I can't remember mm -hmm. what I ended at there. But mm -hmm. it was... Um, I had a lot more work to do. My commute was really far. I was doing like 40 minutes yeah. each way, but now I only live 15 minutes from my job. So like it's, yeah. it depends and it depends on your town and like their budget and their taxes and like if it's a more well-off area. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the one, my library now is like one of the better paying in the area, which, and it's not necessarily like a really well-off area. It's kind of, so I'm surprised but maybe mm -hmm. because it's a city library, so it's different and they have more money to budget. Um, so like if you work in a library, like for example, the ones I sub at, which are a town, like a couple towns over or a town over, um, mm -hmm. they pay like 18 an hour to start for a librarian, I believe. So it's a little mm -hmm. bit less and their benefits aren't as good either, but like they have a more high income patron like their patrons have are more wealthy in that area yeah so like it's kind of weird <laughs> like yeah I'm, i see yeah like i'm working in a lower income area or middle class and and i'm getting paid more than the town who has like more well-off patrons mm -hmm. so it's kind of it really varies yeah it really does yeah. and some like if you're if you're in a not in a suburb if you're like way down in southern illinois or some like random town that has like no people in it you're not going to make very much like sometimes yeah. a director will make like minimum wage it really like it wow. it depends it's mm -hmm. but it depends on the town like it's it really mm -hmm. varies yeah and you know you touched upon that aspect that it does vary from town to town 
but I think that the responsibilities are still the same. So I was wondering what would be like your advice to a teenager that might want to work as a librarian. Like right now, they've always loved the library since they were a kid and they want to work as a librarian. What would be your advice to them? Um, I would say find the cheapest way to first get your master's degree because you do need one for a librarian for wow. to be a librarian mm -hmm. you do need a master's degree and mm -hmm. um i mean you can go without it but you're not gonna get like the better pay and the mm -hmm. title um like for example for a good example for that is one of my coworkers has been she does she's not a librarian technically but i consider her one because she's like just i feel like she's just as smart and as educated as me she just mm -hmm. didn't get a master's um but she's been working there for like 14 years and wow. so like at this point it'd be pointless for her to get a master's because she's probably making like a decent amount and mm -hmm. if she doesn't plan on going anywhere like what's the point in spending money on a yeah. on a degree that you, it, like it doesn't matter so if that is something that they want to do they should do their masters find the cheapest way do like community college for your gen eds um mm -hmm. find a cheap school for your bachelors like whatever you can because my student loans are crazy i think i Right now, I owe like eighty-seven thousand total. Wow! <laughs> and that's like a combination of federal and private. Um, mm -hmm. So it was, it was a lot to to do all yeah. that. But I also did, like, do baking first, and I changed my mind. So like that didn't mm -hmm. help either. So mm -hmm. don't if it's something that they think they want to do for sure. Like, don't hesitate. <laughs> Just start working towards it. Like you could do your bachelor's like a basic one, but then like do your master's because I think you can pick whatever you want at that point if you have a bachelor's degree like I don't know if it matters what you have a bachelor's in I'm not really sure mm -hmm. I haven't been to school in a while <laughs> yeah but uh yeah. yeah so the master's degree definitely I did it online because it was cheaper that way for me um I went mm -hmm. to Clarion University of Pennsylvania they have a whole online program and at the time it was the cheapest one I don't know. Mm -hmm. It might be different now. There might be other ones that are cheaper, but there's a lot of yeah. um, virtual library schools. There's a ton. Yeah. And my last question to you is what does the future look like? Like, what do you want to do or what do you want to continue doing from the time now, like time going on? Uh, for my job, I like where I'm at as long as because I get along really well with my coworkers at this library and everyone stays there for a long time. Um, so I want to stay there if I can. The only, I feel like the only reason I would leave is if we moved out of state because Illinois has its own issues uh, uh, with like uh -huh. corruption. Um, but you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm happy with where I'm at. I, I mean, maybe I'd eventually go into a manager role maybe in the future if I felt like, like if the pay was there, like if the money was there and I felt it was worth it, then yeah. But I I mean, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at and I'm I'm like 30. So, I mean, I feel like that's probably a good place to be happy with your mm -hmm. job. But Yeah. All right. Yeah, everything sounds like great. You seem passionate about your job, about helping other people with their like just like doing things as little as helping people with technology. Mm -hmm it really like makes someone feel more passionate and feel like you know they're really giving back to the community so i could really hear that from you okay oh, so yeah i'm gonna 
that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And, you know, thank you so much. I wish you best of luck to your future goals and whatever you want to do in life. Thanks. It was fun. I hope I helped somebody. Yep, you definitely (laughs) did. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.